Hello and welcome to the Future Tribe podcast. Each week we'll be talking about getting things done. We'll talk to people who've built up their businesses, pulled off amazing projects and cover everything from psychology and strategy to the tips and tricks that will help make your dream a reality. We're the podcast that's all about empowering the optimists and the go-getters. I'm your host, Jermaine Muller. You're listening to the Future Tribe podcast and this episode is just getting started. Hello, Future Tribe. This is a bit of a special episode, one of three that we have planned, um, and it's all about your Christmas gift buying. So it's your Christmas gift buying guide. This specific episode is going to be Hayden and I talking about mobile phones, tablets, and computers, giving you some ideas of what you can get um, at different budgets and what to look for if you have uh, no budget or no no cap for your budget. Um, if you're so lucky. So let's get the ball rolling, Hayden. Um, mobile phones. So I know you're an Apple device user. I personally have yeah. a Samsung Galaxy S10 Plus. We had this conversation earlier. Most of these Samsung, Google, and Apple devices, you can you can fairly cons- confidently say you can't go wrong. They're all much for muchness. Um, yeah. And probably just matters more on what you've used in the past and what you want to use in the future. Yeah, definitely. I I think a big part of it, what I always tell people is, you know, what have you been using in the past? Are you happy with that, you know, moving forward? And I think that's like the biggest determinant of what is right for you. Um, Because at the end of the day, a Samsung user will always tell you the Samsung OS is the easiest to use. An Apple user like myself will always tell you the Apple OS is easiest to use and so on and so forth. It really comes down to, what you're comfortable with and you know what other products you're using right so if you have a whole slew of apple products you have an apple account i mean and you're happy to pay a premium apple for your prices. products yes yeah apple prices um i wouldn't be adverse to saying get the newest iphone i wouldn't i wouldn't suggest getting the top model the pro um i would go with the the slightly bigger model that's a bit cheaper but I still think Apple smartphones for as stagnant as they've become are still great smartphones that will last you a while if you don't fall into the trap of, you know, needing to upgrade every year. Yep. Definitely. And one thing to look out for is, so uh, for those on video, I'm sharing now uh, the JB Hi-Fi mobiles page and I've sort of filtered down to just Android phones and Apple iPhones and um, what I wanted to point out is the Apple iPhone 7 at the moment, the 32 gigabyte version, it's selling for $4.99. I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of uh, st- salespeople and staff push you to get the, the iPhone 7 um, at $4.99 because it's still an iPhone and it seems like a decent value. But one thing to look out for is that Apple sort of stops supporting devices after a certain period of time. And I believe Apple iPhone 7 um, has now lost, has been discontinued. So there's no support for it anymore. Um, And, you know, phones like the iPhone 8, for example, I believe has another 12 to 18, maybe 24 months of support left. So just keep that in mind when you're shopping for iPhones. Um, Other phones are the same, but, but I guess with Android, most Android devices are much more affordable and there are much, there are more options that are affordable. So I guess, uh, in terms of the Android world, so Samsung's and Oppo's and all those brands, um, 
there's less incentive for people like JB Hi-Fi to sell you older models. So um, just because, you know, at the same price point, you can just buy a different brand. So going through, I mean, if you're looking for um, a decent camera, the Google Pixel, uh, just, I think it's the Pixel 3a. Let me just look it up. Um, yeah. So the yeah. Pixel 3a at $650, not cheap, but you know, pretty good camera um, is, is the reviews. Yeah, I think if I had to boil down all the product offerings of the you know the two, the three top dogs right now, those being Google, Samsung, and Apple, I feel like Apple is like they've always been. They will give you a great piece of hardware, but you are going to pay a premium for it. And to get the full benefit of it, you need to be using a lot of their other services like Apple music and, mm. um, and probably like using a more recent device as well, rather than their yep. older devices. Yep. Yep. Because that planned obsolescence is definitely a part of Apple's business model. Um, Google on the other hand is almost the antithesis of that, where they're all about giving you the best quality hardware possible um, for the lowest price, obviously because they're trying, still trying to gain market share. Um, and that's why, as Jermaine said, their camera quality is typically very high. It's probably the highest you're going to get for a phone, a smartphone that costs less than $700. Would you agree? Uh, yeah. I mean, I would say, you know, their phones, they're, they're, they're the Pixel phones, the Google Pixel phones. So just just to clarify this, Android is the, op- is the operating system that Google owns. Um but the Google phones are what we're talking about at the moment because Samsung makes Android devices. Basically every other smartphone out there that isn't an iPhone is running on Android. So just keep that in mind. But yes, when it comes to the devices themselves, if you're paying in Australian dollars, basically if you get the cheapest pixel device, you're getting a really good camera still. Now, again, keeping that in mind, I just noticed that they're selling the Google pixel, the original pixel for $4.99 as well. Be mindful that Google has stopped stopped supporting that phone too. So just like that iPhone, if you buy it, you're not going to get the latest updates, uh, software updates. They're up to the Google Pixel 4. If you're watching the screen share, you can see advertising for it. So just keep that in mind. Um, But yes, Hayden, I completely agree. Um, Yeah. Um, Yeah, just jumping off from that point, I think... One tip I can give people who are maybe looking to have a frugal Christmas and not spend a heap of money, try to avoid buying secondhand iPhones from people on Facebook Marketplace and Gumtree and these other ad listing services because not that they won't work and not that I'm saying that people are sketchy, but the problem is with the way people use phones and plugging them in overnight, a phone that's been used intensively by the average person for a couple of years is going to have a lot of battery damage and you're gonna end up with a phone that you've paid a little bit less for, but is going to work and operate at a, at way, a much worse way. Yeah. 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 And that's a very good point because people forget that batteries, even the you know, the newest batteries on on portable devices, the lithium ion batteries, usually have about a thousand um, recharge um, discharge cycles left in them. Yeah. So very good point, Hayden, because the phone can look fantastic. The phone can look like it is brand new. And to be honest, all the hardware probably will be like it's brand new, except for the battery. Um, so if, if a phone's been used with a screen protector and a case, it's going to look brand new, um, no breakages, etc. But 
keep in mind, very good point, Hayden, because if you go to swap the battery out, that's not cheap. And often that's the undoing of a, of a great phone because what's the point in having the latest, you know, or, or really nice hardware, um, really good quality hardware, if the phone doesn't last you even half a day. Exactly right, exactly right. Um, looking at the other devices, I should mention, so Huawei and Samsung are sort of the top two in in the mobile phone space. You should be pretty okay with buying most of their devices. Uh, the Samsung A-series devices really stand out as a, as a good buy um, mm-hmm. from personal experience as well. And something to look out for are the Nokia devices. So I've had two people buy Nokia 7.1 phones, which for $499 is quite a solid phone. Um, running really nice hardware and software, really nice device to look at, but seems to have sort of inconsistencies with the actual quality of the product. So keep that in mind. But the Samsung A50 and the Samsung A30, um, a bit further down the price price range mm. somewhere that I can't find right now. Yeah, and the floor, it seems like for what you're going to pay for a smartphone um, is about $400. So keep that in mind. That yes, if you want yes. to buy a new, you know, a new untouched piece of smartphone, uh, you're going to be paying at least $400. Yeah, around the $400 mark. There's cheaper stuff, but again, you want to be careful because at that cheaper price point, here we go, $379 for the Samsung Galaxy A30, 32 gigabyte is probably as sort of low as I'd want to go. Um, there will be names like LG and Nokia and Alcatel that you might recognize further down, but it's it's the low end. They've 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 cut a lot of corners. Something like the Samsung Galaxy A20 for two hundred and seventy nine dollars. They've cut probably too many corners. You might as well just bump it up a little bit um, yeah. and get much much better hardware. Um, yeah, just just something to keep in mind. I think. Um, yeah, Hayden. I mean the the thing that I always tell people, and I tell I tell people especially who maybe aren't as inclined to spend as much money on stuff like this is. It's a phone that you're going to be using every day for at least two years, you know, if not mm-hmm. longer. I think it's important that you spend an extra $100, $150 now to get something that's got a lot of longevity and won't cause you problems and doesn't need to be replaced within that time frame. I feel like you get what you pay for with technology, but with smartphones especially. Yeah, at and keeping... At the, um... the bottom end. And keep an eye out, you know, good hardware is only half the story. You want also good software. And by good software, I mean just because the phone runs Android, don't think that that's good software. Um, Brands like Samsung are known for, say, not updating to the latest version of Android, but their offering is really solid. So similar to the Apple sort of mantra of not being at the complete bleeding edge of of services just to make sure that what they offer you is really robust. Um, So brands like, like Realme, which is owned by Oppo, you'll see Oppo on here as well. And Vivo, I believe is also an Oppo brand. They're competing on price, um, but their software experience isn't as good. Huawei as well. Their software experience can be a little bit sort of catchy. Um, So just keep, keep that in mind. And another thing is that when you buy things outright, I think $500 and over at, at JB Hi-Fi, the device comes with extra warranty. I think JB Hi-Fi throws on about two years of warranty now. It's going to sound like um, we're being sponsored by JB Hi-Fi. Trust us, there's no there's no agreement like that in place. We just, yeah. <laughs> JB Hi-Fi is everywhere and we, we use JB Hi-Fi to buy a lot of our 
our hardware and our yeah. gear. But a lot of most other retailers, just because of how consumer law works, will offer you the same sort of stuff. And even if they don't offer it in writing, there is an expectation that if you buy a product from them and within at least 18 months it breaks due to no fault of your own, you'll be able to get Oh yeah, definitely. Sorry. I, I should have clarified that. So for anything over $500, JB Hi-Fi will throw on another extra two years. So yeah, if it comes yeah. with 24 months warranty, they'll throw on, I think it's another 24 months warranty. So, you know, if you're spending more than $500 on a phone, um, double check with them that phones are covered. Um, but you should essentially get a device that should last you about four years. And um, the warranty that they throw on for the extra 24 months is a replacement warranty, um, which means that if the phone breaks um they'll essentially give you a gift card for that value or give you give you an equivalently priced um device so um pretty good way to go but moving on to laptops uh should get started saying that um good places to buy laptops are of course jb hi-fi amazon's pretty decent um there's metabox which is an online store so i actually bought a laptop from from metabox um um for a quick story it goes back to about probably six months ago now i spent a lot of money on a on a on a device on a high-end razor laptop uh razor yeah. is known for their gaming peripherals i think i spent it was a crazy amount of money three and a half thousand dollars um which is a lot oh i think God. we would both agree yeah yeah uh but the device started playing up so i was able to return it and they just gave me my cash back um i went out on metabox and bought a a laptop configured identically probably even a little bit better in some areas um, and spent about $1,600 so yeah pretty awesome um, service as well I got the device within three days good warranty you can do up to three years warranty through the Metabox site in fact let me just bring it up um, they do mm. sales all the time as well so um, here we go at the moment they've got a sale ending 11th of november uh where they throw in some extra ram um an extra ssd um and you get some really high quality devices yeah thing to look out for you know it's not packaged as nice so the razor product that i had to return was you know the hardware was like an apple device and was like the top line hp uh dell devices um yeah where the the replacement that i got you know it's a it's a premium product and and all of the packaging and you know stuff is it's premium and such yeah exactly so i ended um, up buying one of these alpha x's um for the price i just don't think you can compare no definitely not um the one thing i will say to you know parents who are thinking about buying gaming laptops for their kids sit down with your kid and really talk to them about whether they prefer a desktop or a laptop. Because what I've found is that in terms of value for money, a desktop is always going to get you about three or four times further than a laptop. And I think in a lot of situations, it would be much better if your kid is into gaming to buy the parts for a PC or one of the many places online that can help you build them. Yes. That basically assemble them for you. Um, instead of going down the razor Avenue, because you are paying a lot of money for something that it has a shelf life because unlike gaming PCs, they can't have parts interchanged and they can't be upgraded. So that's just my two cents on that. Um, if you're looking to buy a gaming computer, try to stick away from you know laptops. But if you do want to buy a laptop, 
the Alpha X is um, a very good choice because yeah yeah it's just again sorry sorry. (laughs) no 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 no. I was was just going to say that $1,700 is comparable to what you should be paying for you know a MIDI laptop in my opinion that has good specs Definitely. I think you can get a, get a gaming laptop for under, under two grand and you'd be okay. But like, yep. like Hayden said, you can probably buy two, three times the, even at Metabox sort of value. Um, so Metabox products, very, very good pricing, but even then you can get two to three times the performance out of a desktop. The catch there is you need to know how to build a desktop or you need to be okay with buying with with a company who builds the desktop for you and then having to send it back to them and and things like that but saying that there should be an msy store near near most australians um their you know their service is not amazing but they have very well priced uh devices and you can get them to custom build a computer for you as well and they'll use all their parts and and so on and so forth so you you do end up with um, still quite a good, quite a good solution. Um, when you are looking for laptops, um, I did want to make a note that again, a lot of brands, um, I think this day and age, most laptops are good laptops. Um, especially when you're comparing the same, say, uh, processors and RAM and and make sure that they have an SSD, for example. So double check that when you're buying a laptop, they have an SSD, um, which is a solid state drive instead of a hard drive. Some of them come with yeah. both. Um, but generally speaking, you want a solid state drive because they're quicker. They're about 10 times faster in a lot of cases and they just, and you just end up with a better sort of device. And yeah. I would look for one with an Intel processor because Intel is really good when it comes to managing heat, managing performance, and then giving you the best battery life. Um, yeah, with definitely. laptops, you can pick obviously between Apple and and the Microsoft world. Um, I am a Microsoft fan, and I think if you're on a budget for under a thousand dollars, for example, you definitely want to go down the Microsoft route. Um, yeah, what most they, definitely. Yeah, what do they have in terms of Apple MacBooks? Just where? Do, I mean, they started. Um, so they, so the way that Apple, the the MacBook Pro line has basically been forever is they offer you a 13-inch model and a 15-inch model. Apparently, next year they will offer a 16-inch model, mm-hmm. which, um, or not that they'll. I think they're bumping both up because if you guys have a MacBook at home, there is a big, there's like a the screen doesn't go all the way to the edge, whereas on the new ones they're trying to get you know, the screen to basically fit the chassis of... Like a smartphone. Yeah, yeah, exactly like a smartphone. So there'll be probably um, display upgrades there, but for now it's the 13-inch model and the 15-inch model, and they basically... Apple lets you spec up or spec down from there. So you can get a 13-inch that has, I think, up to like 32 gigs of RAM if you buy it through their site, but the basic one will be... Um, the basic one, 13 inch one, will be about eight gigs of RAM, um, Intel i5, 256 SSD gigabytes. Mm-hmm. Um, that's no, for the MacBook Pro, 13 inch. Yeah. That's um, MacBook so there Pro. is the MacBook Air. Yep. Sorry, you go. Sorry, there's always the MacBook Air as well. I guess you can start at with the MacBook Air at I mean 1500, but 
you wouldn't go down that route because I mean, look at the specs for the $1,500 MacBook Air. It's an i5. Now, one trap that people fall into is that they see i3, i5, i7. They think they're all the same. Look out for the number of cores because they, there are dual core i3s and dual core i5s, but then there are also quad core i5s and I believe now hexacore or six core i5s. So the Apple MacBook Air 13 inch, for example, you look at it for 1500 and it says i5, but you realize it's a, it's a dual core which means that the performance isn't going to be as, as good. Um, but what, what were you going to add about the, the MacBook Airs, Hayden? You wouldn't go down that route. I, I would never go down that route. I mean, because just in my mind, if you are buying an Apple product, you've sort of admitted that you want to pay a premium to get a premium product. <laughs> and I don't see the point. Yeah. To me, it's like people who are like buy a BMW, but they'll buy a BMW X1. Like, like a base model. Should, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because you're not yeah. really getting all the, you're getting the brand name, but you're not getting any, any of, of the, benefits. the benefits. Yeah, in terms of performance. Yeah, and if that's the avenue you want to go down, again, I would suggest if you really, you know, want something sleek and small and you don't want like a MacBook Pro, but you want to be on the Mac OS, I would suggest buying a nice desktop at home mm-hmm. and then spending 500 bucks on having an iPad. So say you're a uni student, right? Um, instead of paying $1,500 for a word processor, essentially, and that's what you'd be using MacBook Air for, mm-hmm. you go to lectures, there's, you use a program like Evernote or Google Docs, which are all offered on iPads now, get a keyboard accessory from, you know, even AliExpress if you want to go down the cheap route or any mm-hmm. proper place. Or eBay selling. or Amazon even. Yeah, and you can get one for between $1,500. Yeah, like and, and they work perfectly. Some. That's it, yeah. yeah. And they make and they make perfect ones. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and just with the new MacBooks, I've been a big MacBook fan. I haven't been really impressed with the new one. Um, the, basically, the differences besides specs on these ones are just a more ergonomic, flat keyboard. Uh, they have the touch bar at the top, which really isn't that <laughs> – didn't blow me away, but, no. you know. It doesn't add much to the whole experience, does it? It's it's an incremental increase um, mm. in the value of these models. But the one the one really really negative aspect of them is that they've gotten rid of the HDMI ports on the new MacBooks, and you need to buy this adapter. And they don't even have USB ports now, which is crazy. Because they're all USB C, aren't they? They don't have the full size USB ports. Exactly. So you need to buy an adapter that will basically give you. Yeah, so if you have a look on the screen, it's literally just the charging, the you know USB-C charging um, outputs and nothing yeah. else. Nothing whereas else. on my one, whereas on my one, which is the previous one, it has USB um, uh, audio jack, a 3.5 milliliter, uh, millimeter audio jack, a HDMI out, and I've never had to buy um, any accessories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and something else to keep a lookout for as well, there's the Chromebooks, um, which um, if you're, say, buying a laptop for under $500, a lot of people will try and push you towards Chromebooks. Just mm. be aware that that's nowhere near a competitor, say, Microsoft, um, with like a Windows product or an Apple product. Um, no. They're just cheap, sort of. I mean, it's cheap and it can run the software really well, but um, just be aware of that. Some schools recommend it. That's a different story. You just... They only support Chromebooks. Different story, but um, I would say uh, another thing to look out for. Yes, Hayden. Or to be honest, like 
from what I've heard, again, I'm a Mac guy, not a PC guy, but all my family and friends are PC people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've heard really good things about the Dell Inspirion range for yes. you know a good budget laptop. And currently you can get one at JB Hi-Fi for $600. Again, not trying to be a JB Hi-Fi shill, not trying to be a JB <laughs> Hi-Fi money hat, but if you go to another retailer with that price, they'll, they'll, they'll price match you. They're, they'll on it. They'll on it. And, and, and you know, you're yeah. going to get a different range at every single JB Hi-Fi. So um, I was going to add that you've, you, you obviously compare laptops based on specs because at the end of the day, the looks aren't going to, you know, make the laptop last you an extra 12 months. The specs are, um, yeah. but the big way to differentiate all these devices, I would say is to hold it in person and, feel it because the cheaper devices have say plus plastic sort of casings versus say aluminium um so inherently they just don't last as long things like hinges can break um with with excessive that Um, that is a big one one. yeah because it stops the laptop from being a laptop (laughs) yep and and like you say that as a joke but that has happened to numerous you know friends of mine who have had to lock their laptops from university to home to wherever, you know, they're taking it and they're not the most gentle people with it. And I've dropped my laptop a million times. I have poured water on my laptop and had to like hang it upside down to let it dry out. And it still worked. Um, I'm not saying that you should pour water on your laptops. (laughs) Oh, that is waterproof. (laughs) Yeah. To get value for money. But with these cheaper laptops, they are quite fragile because their chassis are made out of plastic for the most part. Um, Yeah. And they're just built on a budget built on a budget and but if you want an option that's sort of halfway in between cheap but you know durable and has that professional look the acer inspire series is a really good thing to look at because again it has those baseline specs they're quite nice machines but they have a sort of black metallic finish i don't know whether it's it's actual metal but when i held it it felt like metal i don't know whether it's i think it, sort of... it is a thin layer of metal yes so yeah it's cool to touch and it's as in it's not cool as in you know it, it's it's cool temperature cool <laughs> um, yeah 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 but yes it, it is a metal sort of base yeah and, that, and that's a big thing because laptops get hot and that's one that's one downside of having a, a plastic laptop that doesn't regulate heat very well is that yes, there can be a the lot heat of transfer is as good as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, and also with these Acer Inspires, not to be an Acer money hat, but they do have a much better battery life from all the re- uh, reviews I've read than typical um, competitors, which is again, yeah. I think something that's super, super, super important for laptops because I don't see much utility in having a portable computer that can only work for five hours if you're running or, or only really work when it's plugged in um another another sort of thin and light device to keep an eye out for are the hp spectre x360s um yep. i've got still got one from two three years ago now still runs rock solid um made completely of aluminium as well just like the macbooks so you know they can take dent they can take hits that they, they might get dented etc but they still run fine um and you know, going back to the Dell Inspirons, I am a big fan as well. Um, and and then there's the Microsoft Surface range, which aren't as cheap. They're not quite say Apple prices, but they're getting up there. And you can definitely spend Apple sort of prices for a for a very much comparable device when it comes to sort of design and packaging. So um, yeah, and and another thing to look out for also just just um, 
to note is you can get a hexa-core or six-core processors on laptops now. Um, I believe 9750H is um, is the is this processor that they throw into a lot of laptops. Um, I'm just having a look a look at the Dell H3. Here we go. Yes, the 9750H. So this one here that we are looking on screen is down to 1,699. That's $300 off uh, with a discrete graphics. So make sure you get discrete graphics if you want to game or want your laptop to last a long time. Um, basically, it just means more powerful graphics. They've got a, uh, it's got an SSD, uh, a PCIe SSD. Again, just better performance. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. and the ninth generation Intel Core i7-9750H, which is a six-core um, device, six-core six processor, basically the kind of processor that you used to get only on desktops just a few years ago. So yeah. um, fantastic value there. But in the mm -hmm. interest of time, let's move on to tablets. This one's pretty just, quick. Just before we do, just before we do, sorry to cut you off. Um, That's okay. One thing I think it's important to note with a lot of laptops, if you are buying it for a student, so your son, your niece, your whatever, um, a lot of these places do offer student discounts. I know that Apple does for a fact, and that yes. can knock a couple of hundred dollars off the price. Um, I just want to put that out there so you guys are getting deals. And also when you're buying these laptops, these guys are trying to make money. They get commission on products. So they will throw in accessories. They'll throw in cases. They'll throw in anything that you ask them for if you really press the issue. So again, that's an advantage to go into a brick. A throw in meaning, yeah, give, give it to you, sort of included in the price or give it to you at a small, yeah. small, yeah. small premium. Um, and, and you make a good point again, Hayden, where you, you look at, look at prices online. A lot of times if it's say Amazon and it's local stock, they can price match. If it's an online competitor, if it's local stock, they will price match. So if you can find a better price online, a lot of these spaces will price match. Um, yeah. And look out for big sales as well, especially in the lead up to the Christmas sort of time. Um, there are some really, really good value um, value propositions in, in here. Um, some of these, Hayden, trust me, I've looked and I don't need a laptop, but I would buy one just because of how good value it is. Yeah, yeah, um, definitely. But then moving on to tablets, this one's pretty quick and easy, not gonna lie. As far as I'm concerned, there are two different options for when it comes to tablets. Um, this is talking about real tablets running on, say, iOS or Android, not, not talking about, say, um, the Microsoft Surface devices as a, as a tablet um, because that's not a, it's not quite the same. Um, battery life isn't yeah. the same. It's just not quite and, the same. And my outlook on those sort of products, and, and I think this will become more and more untrue as they get better and they, you know, develop like all technology does. But if you are buying sort of like a Microsoft surface and you're not using it for work purposes, I feel like you're just getting a device that's sort of halfway between two product categories and you never really get the full benefit of either. Yeah. Any of the I benefits. Mean, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And, th and that's just my opinion. I know you actually would have a lot more insight on the tablet space than me because you are obviously a designer by trade. You, you know, use these for those sort of um, purposes. Uh, but to me, I'm going to just be given the perspective of the general consumer of people who would use it to do a bit of word processing, a lot of like video watching, you know, maybe some gaming on it and stuff like that. That's it. And, and, you know, not hardcore gaming. That's the other thing to look out for. And a lot of the like windows say windows, for example, does runs on a tablet just fine on a surface tablet, for example, but you really compromise battery life. Cause the, cause when you, when a tablet has to run windows and it's changing moving forward, but 
traditionally they have to run processes that are sort of essentially laptop grade processes. And we all yeah. know that most laptops last what five, six hours where if you get onto a tablet, they can last 15, 20 hours for the top of the line tablets. Um, yeah. But talk about models, the Samsung galaxy tab a series is really, really good. Um, if you go to the tab S series, you're getting a better product, but you're definitely going to be paying for it. Um, up here with something like the S5e, uh, there's the new S6. I personally have a Tab S4, which is still fantastic. Um, you might be able to get uh, sort of run out stock for those. Um, they they come with the S Pen, which is essentially a, a pen that you can draw on, like a um, like a like a you know note taking sort of device. Um, yeah. On the flip side, obviously, there's the Apple iPads. Um, again, I don't think you can go wrong with most of the iPads, just just like the phones, keep a look, keep an eye out, out for you know what's being supported by Apple and what's yeah. uh, stopped being supported. And and again, I think my general wisdom that I impart on people with iPads is don't don't go for the fully specced model because again, you have to you have to take into account what you are going to be using the tablet for and. I know for a fact that there are no games out there on iPad that are worth playing that will push your device to a point where you need the highest spec model. Um, there is no note-taking video service that makes, you know, push, that pushes the, the product's capacity in that sense. Um, no. So I think that even an iPad mini is a, a pretty solid choice if mm. you're not, you know, for a tablet if you're just using it for netflix and you travel a lot and you want something just bigger than your normal phone screen or you just don't want to use your phone for pleasure purposes mm -hmm. does that make sense mm -hmm. um because again when you start really specking out the ipad especially like the 10 inch models they get really expensive i mean just looking at jb hi-fi i think you the new ipad um pro 11 inch models you can they go up to about two grand. Wow. Which is a, which is That's a just silly. At that, at that point, you're paying essentially laptop prices for tablet functionality. Um, yeah, yeah. And you get the same level of function out of a $500 tablet, like hands down. No one can argue yeah. against that. Um, yeah. That's just, just how it is. So you're really mm. just paying for a premium tablet. Um, but it's not worth it because you might as well spend $500 on a smaller tablet that's more portable and then spend, yeah. I mean, in this case, I think I'd rather spend $500 on an iPad um, and then spend $1,500 on a, on a um, MacBook Air because in this case, that's it a, would be a better value proposition, wouldn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. Again, you don't want to be paying $2,000 for something that's supposed to be an intermediary between your phone and your laptop. And your laptop, that's something more portable with better with better battery life, something that's easy to use, but you don't want to. It's not worth sacrificing the functionality of a laptop for for that price, especially because the keyboards. Again, you know, no matter what anyone says about, say, the MacBook Air keyboard, it's yes, it's not as amazing as say a mechanical keyboard, but it's always going to be better than a peripheral device from Logitech or whatever it may be. Yeah. Definitely, definitely, exactly. Well. That sort of wraps it up. Um, we will be covering in the future episodes. Um, so we plan to release these um, every week for the next few weeks. Um, we'll be covering cameras, software, uh, gaming, peripherals, smart home, um, sort of technology um, in amongst the mix. So 
Um, did you have any sort of last comments, Hayden? Uh, yeah, just like really hearkening back to, you can get a lot of value for money if you go into brick and mortar retailers and you compare prices and you ask them the price match and stuff like that. I mean, the general wisdom, the real eye-opening moment for me was doing Christmas shopping with my dad who would you know constantly go in if he's buying a TV, if he's buying a laptop and stuff like that. All he would ever say is like, what's the best you can do for me? That's it, just ask the question. And that, and that will always drop off 150 bucks or a hundred bucks. And that will give you, you know, a $50 peripheral, a $50 case yeah. for free. A cable, a Chromecast, just, yeah. they just throw it in because there is that margin there and they can sweeten the deal a little bit better for you. So yeah, just say, is that the best price you can do or can you do a better deal for me? Um, yeah. And they look it up and um, they will, they will like in most cases, obviously if the device is on sale, you're not going to get as um, say a a big move on price. In fact, they might come back and say, this is, this is it, or this is below cost price for some of the really good deals. But that's the worst thing they can do, right? Exactly. Worst case scenario, they tell you that you're getting a really good deal. Um, So yeah, on top of asking that, obviously check online as well, because um, some, some of these places, um, I'm not going to name any names, but um, some, some brick and mortar stores um, claim that their cost price is X, Y, and Z um, when in reality cannot be because, or, or if it is, they're just buying at a much more expensive price than the others are because um, you can get a much better, better, you know, price at retail um, from a, from a competitor um, despite some of these brick and mortar stores com- complaining that that actual cost price is even higher than that. So just keep that in mind and, at the end of the day, like Hayden mentioned, some of these places offer commissions. Some of these places do not. Just keep keep an eye out for uh, the motivations um, around why they're pushing you towards a certain device or a or, or a specific um, peripheral, whatever it may be. Um, for example, just quickly touching on keyboard peripherals. For example, I know you can spend two three hundred dollars on a Logitech peripheral um, on a keyboard for an iPad. That's just silly money. You can just, you know, you can get 99% of the function from a $30 keyboard from eBay or AliExpress. So keep that in mind. Um, Happy shopping. We'll be in in touch soon, I'm sure, when we talk about the um, other gifts um, with our upcoming gift guides. Um, Thanks for joining me, Hayden. Too easy. It was a pleasure. Talk soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Future Drive podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, please leave a review on your favorite podcast app. It goes a long way to helping us. If you have any thoughts, questions, or comments, email us at hello at f-u-t-u-r-e-t-r-i dot b-e. If you haven't already, become a part of the tribe on Facebook. Go to f-u-t-u-r-e-t-r-i dot b-e slash f-b and invite your friends. We're just getting started and we would love to see you there. That's it from us. I hope this episode has empowered you to keep working on bettering your future. It's a pleasure to have you as part of the tribe. See you next time.